intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you hey on the show this week we have jeff Arnold from NATME, North American Transportation Management Institute. Let's get right into the show. Welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Harris, Safety Dog. And when it comes to trucking safety, the dog is on it. Please, if you would show your appreciation for the podcast by leaving a thumbs up, a comment, a rating, it would help me so much raise the profile of this show and bring it and make it available to even more listeners, which I appreciate you. Now, let's get on with the show. Jeff Arnold, welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Show. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you for inviting me. Well, this is, uh, it's wonderful to have guests like you. Um, you know, I've been a, a, a proponent, is that the right word, for uh, NATME for many, many years. Yes, indeed. And uh, I guess it started with Great West Casualty, the insurance company, uh, the Canadian arm up here. I got sent down, I actually did my CDS at, um, in Denver at the uh, Colorado Trucking Association. Ah, okay. So right here locally. Way back when. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, tell us a bit about yourself. So I am the executive director of the North American Transportation Management Institute, which I've, uh, a role I've been playing since 1994, um, when at the time the, the organization was under the auspices of the American Trucking Associations. It's um, a standalone organization. We we um, uh, do operate again with uh, fiduciary responsibility with the Truckload Carriers Association. Um, but I've been overseeing the daily operations of NATME throughout the U.S. and Canada for, gosh, it's over 25 years now. So <laughs> time flies. It does. And I'm going to ask you a skill testing question. Um, yes, sir. Do you remember the year that NATME came to Canada? I believe it was 2006 or 2005, somewhere in that time frame. I don't know why I've got 2005 in my mind, but yes, uh -huh. uh, I, so it's been, uh, what does that make it, like 15 years? I think so, yeah. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, time flies. Thank you, <laughs> yes. It was, a, it was a goal of ours for a number of years, in fact. We changed our name to the North American Transportation Management Institute. It had a different name prior uh, for a number of years in 1997 uh, with the express goal of expanding into uh, Canada and, and perhaps Mexico at some point. I was just going to ask, is there any uh, hope or desire to go down to Mexico? Uh, yes, uh, on both of those counts. We, we do hope to do that at some point. Um, we do have bilingual instructors already that could do that. And uh, we would just need to sort of a local um, truck. There is a, a, a 
an organization called, I believe it's Canacar in okay. Mexico, which is um, the equivalent of Transport, uh, not Transport Canada, um, but the uh, uh, Canadian Trucking Alliance right. or the American Trucking Associations. Right. Same kind of an organization. So you could align yourself with them potentially and uh, expand. Absolutely. Well, during um, February and March, if you need an instructor for Mexico, I, uh, uh-huh. you know. You're, <laughs> you're on it? Yeah. Can you speak Spanish? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may be a problem. Then. <laughs> Damn, because I'd uh, love to get away from the Canadian winter. Um, yes, I understand. Well, living. But, uh, and, I, and I will happily join you. We'll have to find somebody who can actually teach the class. <laughs> ah, darn. Well, there. Well, if you need any help setting it up, if you actually had to go down to Mexico, you know, uh, during the winter months. Sure, sure. You'll jo- you'll help me out. I I volunteer. I'll, I'll Absolutely, I appreciate that. That's you're just thinking of us, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, and speaking of uh, NatMe, what is NatMe and what are some of the benefits of NatMe? Yeah, you bet. NatMe is the North American Transportation Management Institute. That's what the acronym stands for. Uh, it's the leading in certification and training organization for transportation professionals in North America. And uh, we provide nat- internationally recognized university accredited training and certification programs um, and professional certification for truck and bus fleet management professionals. So we, we've we got five different certification designations that we offer. Right. Uh, certified Director of Safety, and uh, which is for those who are the full-time administrator of safety for their uh, companies. We have a Certified Director of Maintenance and Equipment for maintenance directors of uh, trucking companies. And um, we have uh, a Certified Driver Trainer designation as well for uh, driver trainers, obviously, and uh, the um, each of the the safety and the maintenance designations both have uh, a supervisor level designation as well for the line level supervisor. Uh, there's the certified safety supervisor and the certified supervisor of maintenance and equipment. And then when there's another certification that we offer in conjunction with the American Trucking Associations, that's the cargo certified cargo security professional designation, and um, uh, individuals applying for that can go through either us or ATA. That's and I was going to say there's and there's even more though. Um, are there not other online courses that are offered through NatMe? Indeed, yeah, we have a we do have an online institute, uh, and it focuses primarily on uh, regulatory compliance, uh, it, mostly on the U.S. regulations. There's also uh, some uh, workers' comp and, and uh, human re- resources related uh, courses that are on that um, online uh, institute that we offer as well. And we have a, a number of professional development courses that go beyond the safety certification and the direct, the uh, certification related courses um, that are just for professional development. So courses like accident investigation, uh, hazardous materials or dangerous goods transportation, um, and um, driver uh, retention as well. We also do, um, we also offer the the, uh, CVSA inspection familiarization course, 
which we do through uh, CVSA in partnership with them for those who are interested in that particular program as well. Yeah, because I see a lot of the online, uh, it's not just the certification courses, there's a lot of other educational courses there as well. That's correct, yeah, yeah that's correct. But if I wanted to be certified, what would some of the benefits be of uh, achieving my certification? So that's a great question. Uh, well, thank so you. So, <laughs> so individually, from, a, uh, from an individual standpoint, there's a lot of different uh, benefits. Uh, as, as a professional in the industry, you are trying to develop a professional reputation and that reputation you may have on your resume um, you know the people who know you know how well you uh, maybe do your job in the industry people who have a personal understanding of, of your background but those who don't people who are um, you know have never come in contact with you may not know necessarily your level of professionalism and um, your professional background so the certification offers a an objective third-party perspective on your uh, professionalism, which is recognized um, in courtroom testimony. A lot of our folks who get certified do it because they do expert witness testimony in court cases right. uh, when there's a vehicle accident. And um, the the credentials are often queried in, in courtroom testimony and, and uh, you know, it helps you to establish yourself as a um, expert witness and, and uh, demonstrates your professionalism. Uh, from a sort of an objective third-party standpoint versus just your, uh, you know, the the what you may uh, proclaim yourself. You know, you've got a you've got another outside party that helps uh, provide that credibility. Well, I think from. Um, sorry, I, I was going to say yeah, go I think that's why it's so important that the certification isn't a piece of paper that comes from NATME. It comes from who? Right. Uh, so, so we work with the University of Central Florida as a third-party administrator, and we've we've been uh, working in conjunctions with universities since the beginning. Actually, NAPME is a uh, an organization that's been around a long time since 1944, and um, we actually started as a university program at Penn State, and it's always been associated with universities um, in that entire history, and. Our affiliation with the university as a third-party administrator allows us to uh, have an objective third-party administer the certification exams, the grants, the uh, continuing education units and certification designations, and also oversee the certification process. Um, the advantage there being that when you have a third-party university administrator, uh, there can be no question as to the credibility of the credential. If we were, um, you know, uh, because we, we work in the industry and we have members from all these large uh, different companies, you know, somebody could say, well, you know, so-and-so is a large company. They pay you a lot of money, so that's why you gave that guy the credential who didn't really deserve it, you know. And we say, look, the university doesn't care what company these people come from. <laughs> you and know, the they, university, got nothing, they, they probably don't even know the companies. No, probably not. And they don't, you know, so they've got... They've got no um, skin in the game, per se, on, on who gets certified and who doesn't. And so you can know that when a certification is issued, it is because somebody either has or has not met the criteria. 
And I think that's huge. And I mean, you know that I have my CDS, a Certified Director of Safety, from that. And right. I have had the experience of working with lawyers. Um, I haven't been recognized yet as an expert witness. I don't know if it, <laughs> well, I don't know if it works the same in the states. I would imagine it does. Here in Canada, the court has to recognize me as an expert witness because um, I don't have like an engineer has an engineering degree that makes him an, right. an expert witness. And so I've uh, several occasions worked with lawyers, but we actually haven't gotten to court yet. My, the lawyers have, that I worked for have always won, but I unfortunately <laughs> never good. got to court <laughs> to, to say I've been recognized as an expert witness. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our folks who are consultants um, uh, seek that expert witness, but it's also good just if you're called up to the stand as a safety director to be able to to have that credibility. Well, absolutely. And as you say, it's a third party organization um, recognizing your skill set. And let's be honest, it, it's a great thing on your resume. Absolutely. Uh, not that we're encouraging people to switch. Uh, jobs or anything, but it is it, it is a third party yes. recognition that uh, hey, you know what you're talking about. Absolutely, it's a third party when you're applying for the job. If there's if there's a uh, two candidates, one with a certification, one without, it may give you the leg up against somebody who's not certified and uh, kind of set you apart. And we've noticed that there's a fair number of companies here in the United States. I, I can't speak for whether this is true in Canada or not. But there's a fair number of companies in the United States that have made the CDS a requirement if you're going to work as a safety director for their company? I have not yet seen it as a requirement. I have seen it um, under the preferred settings and mm -hmm. I know several companies that if they were to hire you and you don't have it, you're going to get it. Uh, right. Because they want their safety director to have that designation. So who delivers or um, how do the students get hooked up with uh, not me course because obviously you're in Denver Colorado not everybody's right. going to fly down to Denver to get uh, not me certified correct yeah so we work in partnership with state and provincial trucking associations all over the US and Canada so we've got courses uh, going on in multiple locations uh, at different times of the year uh, in different states and provinces and uh, Ontario Trucking Association puts on uh, courses with NAPME, um, Atlantic provinces and others uh, do as well, as well as some um, partners that we have in Canada like KRTS which offers uh, the NAPME, say, sort of NAPME let, training programs. Let's not leave out Kim, you know, we got to get yes. uh, the KRTS, well, because that's where I facilitated a lot, as well as in the Atlantic provinces. Yes, absolutely. And if anybody's so, listening from the West, wouldn't we like to go out West, Jeff? We certainly would. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm be very excited to offer programs in conjunction with uh, either the British Columbia uh, uh, Provincial Association or the, or the Alberta. Yeah, um, we have we have we have offered them in Alberta pre previously. It's been a while, um, yep. but uh, to date we haven't offered anything in BC. So I'd love to do that. Well, BC and well, even Manitoba and Saskatchewan, sure, uh, they have a lot of uh, trucking companies as well out there. But we have done it in uh, Alberta, as you said, in BC. I don't know why we haven't gotten out there yet. 
Be interesting. Neither. Yes. Yes. Well, if you if you know anybody that w- that wants to get one started there, I will happily put something together. It would be, you know, and I'm 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 sure you've heard of Humboldt down in uh, Colorado, the unfortunate accident that we had up here in Canada with our hockey team uh, headed headed to the playoffs. Um, mm. There was recently a new lawsuit launched here that is suing the bus company uh, uh-huh. because uh, it's one of the survivors of on the hockey team is suing the bus company now. And you probably heard that the truck driver himself ended up uh, serving, uh, he was sentenced to eight years in jail. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to be interesting following that lawsuit here in Canada. Um, I wonder if the director of safety for that bus company has any designations, what can be presented in court and just be interested um, just yeah. as a safety guy, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we do have a, a, a format of our program that has been designed specifically for the bus industry as well, too. We worked with the American Bus Association and the United Motor Coach at one point. And uh, so, you know, if, if, uh, if their company wants to uh, <laughs> put something on, we can talk to them. Well, absolutely. I think that's hugely important that anybody who uses our highways now in North America, um, that's a fleet, they need to have their safety people certified um, in something. And I don't know what it's available for bus and truck or for bus. Certainly for truck, this is the only thing, NATME's program is the only one that I'm aware of for North America that's recognized on both sides of the border. So that's correct. What would a, uh, a CEO, from their perspective, why should a CEO send their safety person out to get their NATME certification? Yeah, that's sort of the bottom line when it comes to if you want to get uh, go through the NATME training, uh, will, my, will my boss support it is the first question that most folks ask when, yep. they, uh, when they're wanting to uh, apply. And um, one of the things that... Um, we realized early on was that sort of just selling the warm fuzzy aspect of it to what are the benefits to the individual safety director um, wasn't necessarily enough to sell the the CEO right so uh, we did a study on certified individuals and asked some questions around you know did NAPME programs directly enhance your ability to do things like analyze safety data improve your driver training program um, improve your safety program, uh, developing uh, policies and procedures, and, and actually, more importantly, reducing the frequency of vehicle collisions or, or preventing employee injuries. And we were really happy to see that in that survey that we did of certified individuals, that they said, yes, in fact, NAPME's programs had a direct impact, not, not sort of an indirect, but an actual direct impact on their ability to uh, improve their safety programs to develop policies, procedures, comply with regulations, uh, reduce their frequency of vehicle collisions and prevent employee injuries, all of those things. And uh, we we had some great quotes from some of the open-ended responses on the survey that said, our driver retention is improved because of things we learned in the courses. Um, we awesome. were able to reduce we were able to reduce accident losses. Uh, we had a reduction in our insurance premiums and lost time accidents. We had a reduction in hours of service violations. Uh, our litica- our one said that our litigation costs went down 
Uh, and they said this is because the severity of the accidents went down and all our de- departments are working together in a better way and management is more responsive, which you love to hear that. And another another person wrote that they reduced their collision frequency and related costs by approximately 55% over a three-year period from the things that they learned in the program. Uh, <laughs> that's huge. Um, yes. So, I mean, definite payback to the CEO. Yeah. It goes back to one of the things that I've often said that a, a company gets sorry, employees do what the company owners want them to do. And when the company owner takes actual steps to say, not just verbally, but actual steps and money and and actions to say, I want to run a safe uh, company and secondly, a compliant company, it has a huge impact on the bottom line. Are you aware about insurance uh, in both Canada and the States right at the moment uh, for trucking companies? Uh, well, probably not as well as you are. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I just want to uh, you understand that it's a very tough market at the moment. Yes, yes, very tough market, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't work in the insurance field anymore, so um, my, my information is very much like yours. Uh, you know, a third party, but it is very, very tough. Uh, I understand on both sides of the border right now. And, and you know, I know that certification um, costs money, but the payback, as you just alluded to, is more than a, a great oh, yeah. investment. Absolutely. For the, for the small investment that you make in the program, um, yeah, I mean, if you just even were able to reduce a couple of workers' compensation claims or, you know, re- uh, reduce accident, even one accident, you would more yeah. than pay for the, the course itself. And um, Ten times and, over, and I would suggest. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's definitely a great return on investment. Yeah. And Jeff, what else would, should a listener or watcher of this know about NatMe? And the in the programs that you offer. Well, I, I think uh, one thing I always try to impart with regard to the NATME uh, training programs is, you know, really what makes NATME different, and that most industry training exists to advance a commercial interest. You know, they're trying to sell a product, or or you know, the training programs themselves, um, usually associated with. Uh, you know other types of programs and products that they're they're selling, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, but NAPI is is an is a nonprofit organization, you know, dedicated to uh, continuing education. We're really uh, we're designing. We, we put a lot more effort into instructional design, uh, which costs both time and money. It's not it it kind of eats into the profits if you're <laughs> if you're trying to do that as a profitable business. To put as much time and effort as we do into the instructional design, um, and so you know, we're we believe that the quality of the instructional design and the way that the courses are taught makes a big difference in terms of learner retention and outcomes. And so um, we really start with an outcome focus in mind. We're we design and deliver the courses with the idea that we want to reduce accidents and injuries. And so. 
the, the course content is really built around how do we achieve that end. And uh, it's very practical. It's not a lot of theoretical. I mean, you, you've been, you, you know the courses. They're, they're based yep. on real-life scenarios. We do a lot of role plays and um, uh, hands-on scenarios that, that people look at, you know, uh, to analyze accidents, uh, analyze injuries, and put together um, ideas for programming to address them and learning how to use systems and quality management and things like that to apply to safety. And um, so that's, you know, we, we really believe that both the design and delivery are, are critical in maximizing learning and achieving the outcomes we want. So we, we'd put more effort into it than the typical organization would um, since, uh, since that's really what we're all about. Well, and the other thing I would um, offer as well is that it's a North American based program. However, it is customized for each country. Um, Correct. You know, the hours of service, for instance, I don't know if not me in the States, the CDS program anyways, talks about Canadian hours of service or not. But in the Canadian program, we talk about the hours of service on both sides of the border is one, one of the items. Correct. Instead of OSHA, uh, in Canada, we talk about uh, workers' compensation or WSIB, different names, right. um, and they've all been updated and changed. So, just in case a Canadian's listening, um, don't think it's a it's an American course, and and if a, an American is right. listening, don't think it's a Canadian course. Um, yeah. It is, it's the same course, but uh, slightly different, I guess. Um, how, yeah. How do you describe it? Because so, it is so the I, same course. Yeah, if I was to just, yes it is. So I, the way I would describe it is the general principles around safety management are the same no matter where you are. I mean, we could be offering it in South Africa and it would still be the or in Mexico. a lot of the same content. Or in Mexico <laughs> and it would be a lot of the same content, right? Uh, the the when it comes to fleet safety, the same kind of principles and, and practices apply regardless of where you're located anywhere in the world. Um, what's different is regulations. Uh, what's different is you know regulatory bodies that may uh, regulate the, the industry locally. And so that's where the differences lie in between the programs is we, where there is sort of universal concepts, we, we are exactly the same. Um, but where there is differences in terms of local regulations or the way their um, regulatory bodies are set up, uh, that's where the differences are. And if there's something that, that doesn't apply in the U.S. that does apply in Canada or vice versa, then you know we, we keep it uh, that which does apply in Canada in Canada and that which doesn't in, you know, in the U.S. and vice versa. So that's, that's really where, it's, where the programs differ. The other thing is, is you know, in, in uh, some of the scenarios, the uh, the references are to uh, in the U.S. version. It'd be a reference to some you know highway in Kansas or something, right. <laughs> and in the Canadian version, it'll be you know uh, someplace outside Toronto or something. So uh, th those are those are the um, those are the key differences and and how we kind of do it. A lot of the the key principles and practices are the same in both, but when it comes to the more specific local regulation and things like that, that's when it gets um, uh, you know customized. Yeah, and having taken my CDS program in in the states, as I said in Denver, um, I can. The, it's the exact same 
stories or situational uh, situations, but the names changed. As you said, the highway name changed right. or, or the city changed, but the ex it's the exact same information for the background. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, the, the, the exercise itself is pretty much the same, but, but uh, we've changed the names and faces. To <laughs> <laughs> we made it local. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Anything else, Jeff, that uh, a listener watcher needs to know about NATME? Yes. Um, if you're interested in, in finding out more about the certification process and the program, uh, as well as the other courses that we offer, you can visit our website at natme.org, www.natmi.org. And uh, all of that is, is everything we talked about uh, in this podcast is, uh, can be found on the website pretty much too. Uh, there's, there's uh, in fact, quite a bit greater detail on the specifics of the process of how to get certified and in case uh, listeners are interested. Yeah, and there are, for some of the courses, prerequisites, and that can be found on the uh, website. And, of course, I'll put a link Absolutely. to the website uh, in the show notes, uh, so you can just click down below. But the um, also, the other thing that's on the website are the schedules uh, for Correct. the different offerings. So whether it's here right. in Canada or throughout the States, the schedule is always uh, up to date and on the website. Yes. Yep, that's absolutely correct. And, and we update the website in real time. So anytime a course is added, we add it immediately to the website. So you can know that, you know, if it's not on the website, we don't have anything scheduled. <laughs> and, if it, and if it is, you know, then, then uh, you know, that's our, everything is current that's on there. Yeah, that's perfect. So I'll put that in the uh, show notes. So the uh, link, actually, I'll probably put two or three links, uh, one direct to the schedule, one direct to uh, uh, the general website, a couple of different ones. Sounds great. All right, Jeff, thanks so much for being on the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. My pleasure. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Chris. I hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating, if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate your time. And join us again next week for another exciting interview.